Welcome to the Sports Squire Wellness Corner. This week's Wellness Corner features to wear flip-flops or not. I wanted to do a flippy-flappy in the title, but I wasn't sure how that would attract all of you to actually listen to today's episode. But I want to share with you all, I recently went on vacation uh, with my wife's uh, cousin and uh, his wife, and she was having some foot pain. And uh, obviously, if you're the only physical therapist on a trip, you know, you, t- you tend to kind of get pigeonholed into answering questions. And, you know, I, I always enjoy, uh, you know, helping family out. So, you know, it led, she's had foot pain for a long time. And, uh, you know, it kind of led to this discussion around flip-flops. And I've had this education with patients a lot throughout the years. And I felt like this would be such a good, uh, beneficial topic for a lot of you out there to hear as, you know, you're going on your beach vacations here soon. The weather gets nice uh, and you start wearing your flip-flops. But um, for, you know, we'll just say uh, our cousin cousin by, by marriage, um, you know, she uh, has been having this foot pain. She started doing uh, some pure bar type classes barefoot. And, uh, you know, it basically sparked, uh, you know, some forefoot, basically what, what I basically say is extensor tendonitis, which is basically the tendons in your toes, uh, can get inflamed. There's pulley systems uh, in your in your feet and in your toes, just like there are in your fingers, uh, that kind of rivet over the different uh, you know segments of joints. And you know a lot of times when you get an excursion of that tendon over those joints, and there's too much tension in one spot over that pulley, it can create a lot of inflammatory responses. And uh, you know essentially, you know she kind of you know, did that there, the foot was a little weak and it wasn't able to adapt. So she started getting foot pain. Well, we went on this vacation and every step she took was just awful. And, uh, you know, I explained to her, she's wearing her flip flops, how the mechanics of putting both of your big toe and your second toe in that flip flop, it requires you to essentially move your toes and to utilize your toes to, um, activate first in order to, to pick your feet up and step. Now, the problem with that is, and this is just a quick anatomy lesson, I'll get to the point. There's two things that are going to move your ankle up. One is the, the muscle on the front of your shin, and it's called your anterior tibialis muscle. It's the bigger shin muscle. It, it crosses the ankle. It's the primary mover of moving that ankle up. The other are your extensor, extensor digitorum longus, uh, the extensor tendons in the uh in the foot, and they basically pull your toes up. What happens over time, for individuals that have tight calves, and they've had tight calves for a long time, you tend to have a lack of an ability to activate that anterior tibialis muscle. Because when you think about lengthening the calf, um, and, and you think about the calf, it's attaching above the knee. So when the knee is straight and you're pulling your ankle back, it doesn't allow you, if you don't have full flexibility in the back part of that calf, to activate the front part of that shin muscle. So what happens is a lot of times people overcompensate with their toes and they pull their toes up and uh, it creates this synergy where over time you overuse those extensor tendons and you start getting forefoot pain. And that pain can be very irritating and for a lot of people very hard to get rid of. Um, for this particular uh, person, name un- unnamed, uh, I told her, hey, Stop walking around in your flip-flops. Even when you go to the beach, wear your tennis shoes, lace them up, heel to toe. Uh, here's some stretches. And the great thing about it is, uh, you know, just wearing shoes helped to, to improve her pain. She had almost zero pain when she was wearing those shoes. But long story short is, I think a lot of us out there need to know the detriment of wearing flip-flops. And, um, you know, 
Number one, it, it can overcompensate, uh, like I said, for the, the overactivation of those toe extensors instead of using that big shin muscle, which is your anterior tibialis. It also does not, um, you know, it d- doesn't allow you to get into a heel strike. If you think about proper gait sequencing with walking, everyone should hit the first point of contact with the ground should be your heel with the, the ankle up. If we're, we're being extremely specific, it should be around a 10 degree angle um, in order to, to kind of to rival what the research says in, in regards to having uncompensated gait. And when you go from that heel to toe, uh, it doesn't allow you really to even get into the toe break where you bend and, and you're stretching. So this the, the coaching wellness corner for today, number one is I would challenge you out there to find a pair of slip-ons that don't encourage you to, to slip your two toes in there. Um, and I know it's unpopular, but, you know, you can, uh, you know, buy, I, I've got an unbelievable, I call them my man pair of sandals. I've had these things for like five years. Whenever the Velcro wear off of them, I'm going to be in trouble, but they wrap over uh, Velcro over the front of my forefoot, and then I've got a strap around the back. They're under armor, and on the bottom, they're absolutely sick because there's recycled Michelin tires uh, on the bottom, so you can't get better traction than that. But, uh, you know, essentially that allows me to still get that heel-to-toe progression. You know, I don't have the leading-by-toes nature. Um, so that is the, the coaching wellness corner is that if you're wearing flip-flops, highly encourage you not to. If you're having forefoot pain, um, some really quick things that you can do, stretch your calves out. You can drop your heel off of a step. Um, if you're having any heel pain, forefoot pain, Achilles pain, it's extremely important to improve your flexibility of your calf muscle and that Achilles complex as they're integrating at your heel. And a lot of times, uh, if you don't have that, that flexibility, it's going to limit you. Um, in so many different ways. So first things first is, you know, two minutes of dropping off, 10 minutes total of uh, five by two minutes throughout the day. You can break that up however you want. And then essentially, if you're able to hit your heel and be able to to roughly get your ankle up to about 10 degrees of uh, that upward ankle motion, that will allow you to have uncompensated gait. And then you know, on the on the contrary, you know, being able to get to that toe break, you want to be able to get to the point where you're feeling a regular toe break. A lot of us don't go through the full, um, you know, gait cycle where we're going heel to toe and allowing that stretch in the arch. Um, and, and so essentially, if you get into that and you feel that that arch is super tight, um, it's a great exercise to be able to pull those toes back and stretch that arch out a couple rounds of 30 seconds. But essentially stretching your calves out, stretching your arch out by pulling the big toe and the other toes into uh, what we call extension, pulling back on them so you're stretching out the bottom of the arch. But then you want to strengthen the arch. So you want to work on curling a towel, want to work on picking up objects such as marbles or balloons or any tiny tiny uh, objects you can manipulate to help with the endurance and the grasp of those intrinsic foot muscles that are usually weakened by the fact that we don't, uh, you know, essentially use those muscles because we're in shoes or we're walking uh, flat-footed. So that's the coach's corner is avoid flip-flops if you can. Try and find alternative ways with forefoot uh, straps over the top, slip-on shoes that have a heel, um, and then, you know, make sure that you're stretching out your calf muscles, the arch, and strengthening up those intrinsic foot muscles. Hope you guys have found this helpful. Have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you this Thursday for our full segment on Sports Squire. 
Thank you for listening to the Sports Squire podcast. Check out the show notes for anything you missed during today's episode. Click subscribe if you haven't already to ensure you get updates on the latest Sports Squire episodes. And remember, as a Sports Squire, your greatest self is found at the intersection of knowledge and action. Don't be normal, be a Sports Squire.